Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it is the Migs cast, and I am Steve Migs, and I'm here at the Reverend in Fuego. Hi! Glenn Cannon! I'm, I'm, yeah, hey. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. <laughs> Little drain from... Uh, that party in the bathroom there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we dare try and explain what happened to Glenn? So I'll, I'll keep it brief. Basically, I, I needed to use the lavatory. Someone else was having a sit down, and it was so violent that when I opened the bathroom door, I felt like I'd been physically slapped. Oh, my God. The air was so, so thick. Because oh, I went dude. in there after Glenn. Dude. And we have three stalls. Yes. Two urinals. Those want to paint a picture inside their minds of what they're yeah. looking, dealing with here. So I knew Glenn was there because I saw his shoes in like the first stall. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. So I was using the urinal. And oh, man. It was just thick. And I, was, I thought Glenn made, no, I thought Glenn man. was making a bad day. And my first thought was, so he comes here on a Tuesday, he holds it, and he uses our bathroom to make that. I respect that. <laughs> my, heart, my heart is as such that if I would have heard the door open and I was responsible for that, you would have heard from the stalls, I'm sorry. I mean, I would have done it. I would have straight, man, I'm sorry. You know, you would have heard it. Like, so. Or at least like, heads up. <laughs> Dude, I'm killing animals in here. I, I, needed to, I needed to have a sit down, and I, I thought, well, maybe it's lingering. So I went to the handicapped stall because it's roomy, and I'm a tall guy. Right. Yeah. It was it's locked. roomier than this room that we're in right now. So, yeah, oh, my God, right? right? We'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> but it it was in progress, so I'm like, oh, my God, this is going down now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I pulled my shirt up over my face and went in and quickly did my business. That's so funny. But then as I was cleaning up, my shirt kept slipping off my nose, and so I had to breathe yeah. the air. And it was just horrific. And I got out of there. I had, I had my shirt up over my nose while I was washing my hands. And then I kind of dove out into the hallway with my shirt up on my nose, and I realized there were several people that saw me make an exit that way. It's, it's like you're underwater and, for like 10 yeah, minutes, and you yeah. come up, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I, yeah. I didn't make eye contact. I don't know who it was that spotted me. I did hear a female laughing, but uh, I didn't make eye contact. I just kept my eyes down like, look, I'm not, trying, go. to, I'm not go. trying to shame whoever's in there. Oh, but if you wanted holy God. If you wanted to shame the person, you could have pulled the right next to while you're still in the stall. You okay in there? I'll see what he says. No, I had I had daydreams while I was Bruh. sitting there taking care of business, like of writing a note that says change your diet and just slipping it under the stall <laughs> oh my wall. Gosh. Just yes. change your diet. Like I don't know what you're eating, but you need to stop now and forever. Check this box now if you're a forever. vegan. <laughs> it's like, well, wait, we know. Too many vegetables. Dude, that happened though. I, the worst is like cause like I hate when it's like a mistaken poop identity and Rev's thinking it's you. Because that's happened to me. I don't mind that. Because if he'd have been like, Glenn, is that you? would have been like, actually, no, this was happening when I came in, Rev. Right. <laughs> I was straight up, yeah, straight up shamed. But, over there. but for all we know, like if you guys ever had this conversation, for the longest time, he'd be thinking, wow, Glenn's the guy who just murders our bathrooms. Like if you guys didn't have this conversation. But I'll yeah. openly talk about what's trend because I came out. I couldn't wait to see someone. Right. I saw Rev and I'm like, friendly happy. face. Now I have someone to talk to. I love that you thought it might have been me. Well, it wasn't that I thought I was worried that it yeah. was because oh. I didn't want you to feel bad. 
You know, we should have got a few microphones. Why don't we do the podcast from the the pooper? Oh, jeez! <laughs> Each of us takes one of the stalls, and we just do a <laughs> podcast, and people walk in and have no idea what's going on. These three guys are having a conversation. The pooper podcast. Yeah, in, the a, in a weird podcast. way. You know, the poo cast. You know the how you relive like bad moments in time in a weird way. It's yeah. like the scent is still with me. It's like mint death. It's like Chinese food. You go and you, yes. eat you eat at a Chinese food not restaurant, wrong. you better not be wearing flannel because you might as well throw that what away. Is it, the, uh, is it the Korean barbecue places? Yeah. Um, I Where pick, you can cook right at the at the table? I picked up these dudes that had come out of a oh, Korean boy. barbecue doing the Uber Lyft thing. Oh, that's just the the, the vent in this room. Oh, yeah. The, know, no, I've, it's this, not Hans Gruber. This room is not soundproof. <laughs> but, uh, you might as well be in the pooper. Of course it's not Jesus. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not an airplane flying behind us if you hear it. I'm well, not even sure if you do. Why don't we segue into, tell, tell us about what, what's been going okay, on with yeah. you guys for the past week <laughs> or so, fellas. Well, uh, Steve, Justin, what's been going on? Well, well, it's funny because I was like, when's the last time we've done a podcast? And I go on our podcast page on Apple, Apple Podcasts, and the last episode was August 26th. Aww. Oddly enough, titled Talking S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have an, an, a quick shout out to uh, Rob Ware. Uh, he put a review, five stars, no big deal. Uh, it says, funniest podcast, entertaining, and you will always get a great story, like this very moment. Yeah. JW, always a good listen and a good laugh. We always we want to encourage people to leave some uh, reviews so we could uh, flood our, our podcast review page with positive stuff as opposed to poopy stuff yeah. that we've had in the past <laughs> from one poopy person. So... <laughs> What was it, about two weeks ago, uh, our station... About a week and a half, yeah. I don't know yeah, how much yeah. detail we could get into, but let's just say that the terrorists took over our... our Hans Gruber. Yeah, yep. dude. Like We were attacked by hack- hackers. And it was catastrophic. I mean, if it, honestly, if you do a Google search and just type in Entercom, you'll probably find the story or Entercom hacking. So they, they hacked... The company they they took and then over tried our computers. To hide you for, hold you for ransom? Right? Yes. Like if you pay us, we'll give you all your stuff back. And then we're like, no, man, we're not going to do that. No, and man. And then you know what we did? We worked without computers for about a week and a half. We did. <laughs> I mean, and it mostly worked. And shout out to our. That's the weird part. So like, people are like, Matt, you know, like, what's going on? What's wrong with X, Y, and Z? And we're like, well, the computers are down. What? They're like, the computers are working just fine for this. I'm like, yeah, they work fine for that, but they don't work fine for this. It's, it's hard to explain, like, what exactly got wrecked. But it's, like, all of the things in order to get to the things. So, like, like all of, like, the best of stuff, it, it, like, in the system. Right now. Like, yeah, like, we can't access the pieces to them. That's why you keep hearing the same um uh, 5 a.m. Yeah. pre-funk show, the, the hour that we run before we start live at 6. It's been the same Cause episodes for, like, ever. The that's one, all you've got. Yeah, the that's ones in have. the system work, Yeah, but we can't put anything into the system. So they got your servers on a corporate level. Yes. Yes. Pretty much. On a corporate <sighs> level. Oh like, this God. isn't just Seattle. Yeah. Is this, this is every intercom no. station across America. Basically. The president of intercom clicked on a, uh, a porn virus. Yeah, we're talking, yeah, we, no, think, we figure he clicked on a thumbnail. He went to girlsongoats.org, and now this is happening. He clicked... Our VP It's thought, a nonprofit. Blend. Of course it's a thing. Our VP <laughs> clicked on a link that said if you click this, a Nigerian prince is going to give him money. And, you know, he's already rich as F, but, you know, the rich love to get richer. And <laughs> I got a thing on his Facebook that said, look, it's you. But dude, <laughs> he clicked on it. And... Oh, those ones, the, the YouTube, uh, yeah. Facebook. Dude, I can't hack. believe you're in this video. And it's I'm like, no, like I'm negative. No, 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 no. No, not clicking on it, you dummy. Yeah. I, you I you even, clearly did. I sent a YouTube link to three friends this morning, and because it didn't appear with a screenshot of the video, it just said YouTube and whatever. 
I texted the following saying, this is legit. This is legit. This is me, bro. Yeah. I actually sent this to you. So they'd yeah. know, like, oh, <laughs> smart. Glenn sent me something funny because, you know, and I put ellipses in and the whole thing. So it's like, that's the way Glenn texts. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't like, a robot. Yeah. Hello. This is Glenn Cannon. Hello. This Glenn is Cannon me, bro. Band. Yeah. 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 Lance McKay of Lance and the McKays. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everything was down for a while. We had no email for a week, which. Was awesome, dude. It was <laughs> gonna lie. It was so freeing. It was like I, my wife's like, "Wow, you just seem more in the zone. Like you're in a good mood." I'm like, "I don't want to answer any emails." Any crap. <laughs> like, dude, there's gonna come. And one morning it happened. Everything started working again. And Boom! You got I, flooded. I opened this up and I'm like, "Oh my goodness gracious!" I have like 400 yeah. emails. Yeah. Oh, he sends the message and I was like, "Oh, that dude. sucks." I had like. 40, I think. Yeah. I'm like, oh, not as bad as you. And, and you know and what? 25 of them were from me. Like, dude, have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> Ellipsis is Glenn. Yeah, yeah, it's real. This is me. No, about 80% of them were spam or from TMZ. I learned. That's where I get all my freaking emails from. It's so ridiculous. But uh, yeah, so needless to say, everything has been messed up. That's why we had no mega cats. That's why the Geek Nation and the mm-hmm. broadcast, and of course, with the podcast you're listening to, uh, has not been able to do an episode in forever and in fact we really shouldn't be doing one right now up until 10 a.m i thought for sure we were going to do one and then at 10 a.m we find out no the computers are not working again they're hoping tomorrow which is one of those ones where sure yeah i mean if it works tomorrow great like the the poor it guy is just trying to put together every computer almost by hand he's doing the best that he can and i know and it's like okay it's like i i walked into the room the the room that we normally record in and i was like yeah yeah okay cool i'm looking at it because he said that it might be able to be ready and i looked at it and there's something up there that says something hasn't installed correctly i'm like i'm not touching this and then he walks in and i was like we're not ready are we he's like no so i go up to steve and i'm like so bro uh, and I'm like, shoot, Glenn's probably on his way. This oh, is yeah. going to be. I'm like, hey, I went in, and literally the uh, receptionist was like, oh, um, I'm surprised you're here. All the servers are still down. I don't think we can do podcasts. <laughs> you're like, huh? And I was like, no way this is happening. <laughs> right? Dude, it's been, it's been murder because I've been wanting to do a podcast. We've got yeah. so much cool stuff to talk about, which I completely forget now. But Yeah, right. So <laughs> then I'm like, crap, Glenn's coming. You know what? Worst case scenario, we're going to get some lunch, and I'm treating. Oh, like, that, like we'll figure it out. I would have just hugged you guys, turned around, and went home. I've, yeah. I've got, I've got crazy. St- I've got stuff I need to be dealing with. Well, not that the show's in the way of that. This is just stuff that I would I done Tuesday morning instead of Wednesday morning. Exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah. if there was no show, I'd been like, "Love you guys." I would have went home Peace and out. dealt with it. Right, right, right. <laughs> so then I was yeah, like, "Well, cool. th- there's got to be a way." And then we find this random production room here in our building that works. That is the size of the handicap stall in the bathroom. Yeah, it's it's uh, close. Quarters. I mean, technically there are. Th- I mean, there are three microphones. We have in three here. mics. We're doing good. We we honestly could do this with just one mic. The, how close we all are to each other. We could share one microphone, and it wouldn't. Be that. I, know, I wonder what that much. would sound like. I'm worried that uh, scent know. of mint death. And yeah, <laughs> I don't want to get too close trapped to, to my. Cl- I'm worried yeah. that it's on my clothing. Yeah, like, you guys have been hanging out in the poop room. I wanna, yeah, I, I want to go take a shower. <laughs> Say something else. <laughs> we could be like, <laughs> we could be like one of those podcasts that has one microphone and they just put it in the middle of the room. And oh, they, dude, I yeah. hate those. I know. At what point, guys, podcasters like, out there, I understand that it's money, but if you really want your podcast to be listened can, to. Invest in cheap microphones and a mixing board or something. You can you can get on Amazon and buy pretty kick ass little condenser mics. Yeah. yeah. For about fifty to sixty bucks. Dude, and you, you can probably can, get them for twenty on eBay. Yeah, you cheap. can buy you can buy crappy microphones for twenty bucks and a mixing board that can get little, just like a little Behringer four, four channel yeah. mixer for yeah. about a hundred dollars. Like less than that. Oh, like I've priced this that not even used, just on Amazon where you can get just very small like stuff and like three mics and put it together under a hundred dollars. 
course, if you have any questions out there, podcasters, I've got a link. I'll send you the, and I'll show you what <laughs> the hell we me do. Help yeah. you. It's I mean, so bad, but come on. And if you want to spend the money, I was like looking at this one podcast I listened to. It's Chris Van Lute. Uh, he's a wrestling podcast. Shocking, I know. Uh, but he's sponsored <laughs> you by. You listen this, to wrestling podcasts? I know, right? Weird. He, he has a, uh, he's sponsored by Samson, S A M S O N. Oh, yeah, they Tech. make mics and cheap mm-hmm. wireless gear and stuff. And yeah. they also make basically ported, uh, podcast startup kits. Yeah. So no just go there and you get your microphones, your hookups, and you know they they can tell you exactly what kind it's, of podcast you could have. It's like get in shape, girl, for podcasters. It's well, like Fisher Price, my first podcast. And that's like the thing, like <laughs> podcasting is should be a hobby, and yeah, you maybe you want to do it on the cheap, but you got to spend a little bit of money on your hobby. Dude, my favorite when you say hobby, I think everyone should approach it that. I still approach the Mixcast as a hobby. Like yeah. I would love for this to be able to make us money, but it's just the reality is it's difficult. Mm-hmm. But I always love when I meet somebody. I don't know if you guys experience it's like. Oh yeah, I want to do a podcast. Like, so like, how much money can I make doing a podcast? I'm like, Dude. with that mentality, nothing, None. None. zero. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hear podcasts. They got commercials, like you know, for like boner pills and stuff. I could probably do that, right? I'm like, no, you might as well just take well, the boner the, pill. The, the problem is, like, I've, I've tried to explain <laughs> and bang this. people for money. I've tried to explain this to people. I remember yeah, years I mean, ago. Yeah, you're not wrong, really. Yeah. There was, I won't get into names, but there was someone no. that literally was planning, it, more or less, in essence, a march. That we were going, these these people were going to descend upon the steps of the old KSW and demand that more local music be played. <laughs> really? And whoever, uh, I won't get into names, had this bright idea. Eddie Vedder. And there, there wasn't Ved. Oh. And uh, old Ed Ved. He, old Ed Ved. He was probably with me going, guys, there's so much you don't understand. Step right. into my office. Let me explain this to you. Um, so true. So there was a bunch of people like, hell yeah, let's do this. And um, I hate to say it, but it was all mostly musicians that play in bands that don't even really have because they haven't figured out how to promote their and they don't work and I'm trying to be so nice. They put out their record on <laughs> produced at uh, via Bandcamp. Well, or, no, go, produced via GarageBand. You go, you there know, you go. They, they scream that they want a Saturday night show, and you go see them. There's three people there, and that's the three girlfriends of the guys. And the, anyway, but if we had a Saturday night show, people would come, man. They, they. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just triggered Glenn on that one. <laughs> oh, man, this is why I don't book bands anymore. <laughs> These are the conversations I've had too, but, so uh, I understand what you're saying. Whoever it was in- invited me to come. March on, and I was like, "Look, here, here's the thing that you, you're not getting really lucky to have. Well, all we get is loud and local, and it's Sunday nights." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Dude, let me explain how this works." Yeah. So, running a radio station isn't free. It doesn't just fall out of the sky. It's right. dependent upon these crazy things called advertisers. Now, in order for an advertiser to say yes, I'll pay to have my product placed, you have to have something called listeners, right? Yeah. So. People are familiar with ACDC, for example, and so they'll listen when they know ACDC is being played because they like ACDC, yep. and so mattress discounters will purchase an ad there, and that's what pays for everything, everything. right down to yep. the chairs, yep. okay? Yep. So if no one's heard of your band and no one's heard of your music, why would any advertiser on the face of the earth want to you see right. how this works? No so, one's heard your band and doesn't want doesn't like brand new stuff that they're not familiar with. They're yeah, not going to listen. It doesn't matter if you're the next muse. I'm not right. saying your music's bad. I'm just saying they they have to stay. That's why people you know they, they gripe about clubs and it's like you don't understand, man. The club just doesn't fall out of the sky. Mm-hmm. There's bills involved. <laughs> it's a weird thing you know? when you. But like, yeah, anyway, I and mean, yeah. I'm sure you experience this too. And it's it's hard because it's like there's a business end to an art, and sure. music is an art. And some people don't understand though, like the the vehicles where they could get their stuff out for the masses to hear, like a, a big club on a Saturday night or a radio station that has you know a quarter of a million people listening at any given moment. 
isn't just going to they're not they don't owe it to you to no, play your music, yeah. provide your band a stage as much as that hurts to hear that, but that's the, the harsh reality. These companies, the radio station, the club, like you said, need to make money. In order to make money, they, they have need to, to pay have their people. staff. They have mm-hmm. to pay their bills. They have to pay for equipment. They have to pay for water. They have, the, guess what? The, the radio station has a water sewer garbage bill, guys. Yeah. Do we? Think about it. They well, have employees. You guys pay. have plumbing. This is it's a part of the lease. Well, yeah, we, I don't know. After this day, I don't even remember how I got, I got yeah. in this tear. But yeah, yeah I remember that. And I just kind of laid it all out. And it's like, well, I never really thought of it that way. And I'm like, dude, you know, if you want to do something truly proactive, imagine a situation where you could walk into perhaps, and I think Jolene was running Loud and Local at the time. I'm like, you, you got to understand how lucky we are to have KSW. I mean, at this point, I think Live Day was happening. I'm like, you need mm-hmm. to think about what the station's doing for you. Entire and not morning what it's not. and afternoon. And, you know, B- BJ on. and Migs does Band of the Week. Yeah. And, you know, so I was laying all that out. I'm like, but really, like, imagine if you go into Loud and Local and say, look, I've got three advertisers that are in- interested in advertising on this program Mm -hmm. um and imagine you know so bring something to the table that's legitimate like i don't know i don't remember go to a club and be like i've got a following that every i'll show you our past shows 400 people come and see us play every time we go yeah your whole your club holds 500 i think we'll be a good fit for your club honestly man if you're in a band that's doing that the words are already out and and other bands want to play with you because they know that you bring a draw and clubs want to book you because they know you'll bring an audience honestly Word of mouth is still one of the most oh, powerful marketing tools out there. People mm-hmm. talk. It's like that. You know? It's like that even with wrestling. Sometimes, like you could be the most talented wrestler, but if, if you're not, if you don't have something to bring to the table, yeah. Then I mean, yeah, there's always gonna be a spot maybe for you, but you might not be getting that high profile spot that you were hoping for because, well, nobody's buying a ticket to see you, you wrestle. You gotta start somewhere, man. Right. So yeah. how about just enjoy what you have, your talents that you have, and be really good at that, and hope that eventually you'll connect with enough people—music, wrestling, art, yeah. whatever it may be—and then more people will come to the table and come to the party, and the next thing you know, you're playing the show box. Yeah. Or next thing you know, your music is being played on KISW. Or next thing you know, you're taking on all ego, Ethan Page, <laughs> and <laughs> winning. Oh, yeah. winning. No, wait, wait, wait. Was the yeah. big match? Was the big matchup in Everett this past Saturday? Yes, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I had forgotten that my dear friend Chase Culp was getting married yeah. Sunday. So Tawny and I. <laughs> I can't believe you picked him over me. We went God. to Chase's wedding, dude. This what was the, the equivalent hell, of me getting married to Which my wife. We were in Bothell. We were, we were in Bothell, <laughs> so we weren't far from. It wouldn't have been able to pull it off. We were I'm up sure. in Everett. We were, no. Yeah, I was wrestling. Like I think our match started around like six ish. Oh, dude, we were at the wedding. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah, like the wedding chance. happened, I think. Everyone got there around four, and I think they were doing their vows right around five. Yeah, so just impossible. But so you you Dude. won the match. I did. Wow. I love lo- lo- maybe a little tomfoolery going on, <laughs> according to some people. I, look, I thought I lost. Come to find out, because he hit his finisher, which is the spinning Dwayne. It's the, it's Rock Johnson's um the Rock Bottom. Oh, Dwayne you know, the Rock. Yeah, his finisher was called the the Rock Bottom, but. Ego Page does it a little bit different, where he spins while doing it, so he calls it the spinning Dwayne. That's instead funny. of the rock bottom, which I think is hilarious. What does this involve? Is he just doing a pirouette or something? Kind of like, picks what? me up, and instead of just dropping me, he picks me up and spins, and then drops me. Okay, beats me. One, two, three. The place erupts. So we've got a new verified champion. This is insane. This is for the belt. Yeah, oh. for my title. He's going to take away your belt. Fortunately, I brought security because it's Everett. I just want to throw out that I know where Steve lives and I can pick a lock. I'll get that belt without having that's to get beat up. How, that's not how you that's do how this. That's not how it works, bro. That's not how it works, that's man. Not how it works, Damn. brother. <laughs> I'll just slip in. Lulu will be like, Arf, and I'll pet Lulu, make a new friend, she leave does the belt. Like you. Yeah, she, yeah. Damn it, <laughs> sucks. Damn it, Lulu. So, yeah. If your you were, dog ain't if working. you were spun and fired into the mat, right. And pinned one, two, three, place erupts. 
The belt's being handed to him by the referee. Fortunately, like I said, I brought my own security officer, Dean Cooper. Nice. You know, because it's Everett. Everett's not a safe place. It's not. And when you're a local celebrity, you really should bring security. Understood. Mm-hmm. Understood. Right. So, so he was there, and he noticed that my foot was under the bottom rope. Or So some people say that he pulled my foot and put it on the, the bottom rope. I was out cold. So I have no idea what happened. So wait, if your foot's sticking out from under the rope, then it's not a legal pin? Right. The, Correct. The, yeah. You well, how's to, it work when people are outside the ring throwing each other through tables? And well, this? they have the 10 count. <laughs> right. So they haven't been you, pinned. Yeah. They don't get pinned out there unless it's a false count anywhere match. Come on, Glenn. Come on, I don't know these things. I know. I love this. So if I take someone up in the balcony and beat him with a chair and yeah, they're laying there lifeless. You've got about 10 lifeless, seconds to get back into the ring. What if they can't get back into the ring because I've incapacitated them with like a then, table? Then they lost. Then they lose but, by count out. But you would be so dis- if I get back in the ring, I'm good. Yeah. Yes. But you would be disqualified for using the table and the chairs if it wasn't a no disqualification match. Oh, I love telling all him these wrestling rules. rules. All these rules. See, wrestling is just, you don't just go in there and see what happens. I can't yeah. get in there with a shank and just take care of business? No. Only if it's a shank's used anywhere match. Yeah, yeah. If it's prison rules, <laughs> I think you're okay with it at that point. So anyways, <laughs> apparently my, Thanks, my foot was under the rope. Fortunately, Officer D. Free see that. Good She's guy. like, no, this match continues. Well, Ethan's not happy. Now, he's like, I won't give back the belt. He's out of the ring. Officer Dean Cooper's trying to pull the belt from him like, you don't deserve this. Yeah. And I see an opportunity because the match isn't over. So I sneak out. I hit Ethan from behind. And I take his head and I ram it into the post outside of the ring. And now he's knocked out. I slide back in and I tell the referee to do her job. And she counts to 10. And I leave the champion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Seems yep. fair, yep. right? Absolutely fair. Everything All I said. You followed every single rule. The rules right. are so cloudy to me that I'm just going to nod in agreement and be happy for Steve. Yeah, Thank there you, you go. Yep, yep. yep. Support support your friend, yeah. the That's... local celebrity Steve Mix. Yeah, I know that Still guy. Champ. Still, Still champ. champ. Still champ. Still yeah. champ. So I left verified champ. Not many people were very happy about that. I love it. Yeah, it was fantastic. They're probably <laughs> like me. They're not even verified. But... Why do they get a say? Mm-hmm. Exactly. They don't <laughs> see. See, now you're understanding now the it. world of wrestling. Yeah, see, okay. I right. want to see if I can play this on my phone. I don't have phone. a voice. I'm not verified. <laughs> but there was a highlight during the match because, you know, people are heckling and talking throughout the entire match. Some drunk guy who I met later on, he was actually a pretty cool dude, but he was super drunk. And the entire time he's yelling, Mig sucks. And, you know, later I see him at the after party. He goes, I hope you know I was just playing. I'm like, of course, it's wrestling. Yeah. And I'm a bad guy. You should be saying that I suck. So, anyways. <laughs> For the longest time, we've learned that children do not like Steve Miggs mm-hmm. to the point where there's now shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash I'm Steve Miggs of a child. I've already gotten your daughter, uh, your daughter a onesie says, I hate dad. Dad stinks and I do too. I now have a, car- I now have a shirt with a cartoon of a little kid flipping me off. And that's a shirt. That's amazing. And now the there's way. a new one. Uh, shout out to Chris who did the Bruiser Brody logo and a lot of the Miggs cast stuff. Uh, great listener of the podcast, Chris Dahl. He made me a local celebrity. Steve Meggs shirt really? that is now available at Pro Wrestling Tees also. Ooh. So lots of cool stuff. So usually the kids are booing me, but dude, that sh- on Sunday, there were a ton of kids wearing Meg shirts. Uh-oh. All of a sudden, Uh-oh. you've grown into you're becoming something, dude. I'm starting to become a fan favorite with some of the kids to the point where when a drunk guy tells me that I suck, a 10-year-old fires back at him and goes, no, you suck. And I... <laughs> I remember that this was happening during the match. Like, good God. It took, Steve's dividing the, the audience. It's wonderful, man. I, I couldn't find the clip where this happened. At some point, I guess the guy told me afterwards. He goes, and I said, uh, I said it again. They said, you suck. And I told them that they suck. And then the kid said, no, you swallow. And I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> A 10-year-old. Apparently. <laughs> My dad says you chose C. right and Everett. <laughs> it's Everett. But I did find the first interaction between them. Because I remember when this happened during the match. I'm being beat up. 
And I took everything in my power not to laugh. <laughs> because I heard a kid yell, you suck back. So let's see if we can hear it here. Stay in character, Steve. Stay in character. <laughs> Don't cherish this no, moment. No, see, this is what's going to happen. Don't cherish this moment. Steve's going to turn into an anti-hero because all the For kids the are going to actually just lose their mind, and they're going to defend you out there. I'm going to start focusing on the kid. I'm like, listen, brother. We need, we need like, <laughs> children. We need, like, F Santa bring me Migs shirts yes. for the holidays. <laughs> but I feel like I got to now, like, to almost, like, be like, look. Kid, don't listen to your parents. You don't want to eat those vegetables. Yeah. I agree with you. Chocolate cake should be your dinner. Yeah. Don't say your prayers. Don't eat your vitamins and don't listen to your parents. Drop out of school yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. And when an adult says that I suck, what do you say back? Yeah, you swallow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Even better. I mean, oh, no, suck. I don't want to yeah, get in trouble yeah, with the yeah, cops. Yeah, that might be bad. All right. <laughs> it's a work in progress. It, it takes me back to, this is many, many moons ago. But uh, uh, Window Pane's first uh, other guitarist, Tony Reed, um, we all crashed over at his place a lot. And I didn't know there was a multi- there was. I thought Tony oh, yeah. was the first second guitarist no, of the no. band. No, no, Tony Reed. Oddly, they were both Tonys, but Tony Reed was with us back in Maryland. And Tony Danza was before him, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's hey, right. Who's the boss? But, Where's uh, Tony Soprano? Um, he had uh, two younger brothers, Spencer and Dylan, and then there uh-huh. was uh, this little kid that would kind of hang out uh, too while his mom was doing whatever. Yeah. And word kind of came around to me that she was apparently devoutly religious. Uh oh. So I taught her son, who was five, six, devil horns, to hold up the horns and hiss. I knew it. I knew it. I just absolutely knew it. And it was rad. We're just hanging out watching TV. She came to pick up the boys. She's like, "You ready to go?" And he turned to his mother and went. And held up the devil horns. Oh, and he no. never came back oh, again. No, no, no. He came back, oh, but nice. she turned ghost white and her mouth fell open. And of course, I just sat there watching. I didn't acknowledge what was happening at all. Even though those around me were trying not to crack up, I was yeah. just kind of like, you know, poker face. <laughs> but yeah, it, remind, that just, it reminds me of that, man. I did Corrupting that. Corrupting the children, yeah. Glenn and Who Steve. Who taught you how to do that? We got to figure out ways to get to I mean, now the children are part of Team Migs. Yeah. Except for that one little brat that was wearing the Migs stink shirt. Yeah. Available at ProWrestlingTees.com slash I'm Steve Migs. But don't get one, but that's where you get but one. If you but get don't one, get one. But that's yeah, where you get one. Yeah, there's so many other T-shirts, but if you're only to get one T-shirt and it was just going to be that one, I guess you probably should still get it. Dude, I went full like pro, though, with this because I ended up getting one of those square readers. I went online. Apparently, you get one for free. The first one's free, and then anyone else. It's like crack. Yep. So I, I got one of those. Because, like, you know, every once in a while, it's in a, once in a blue moon, someone will come up with a card. They don't have 20 bucks to buy a shirt at one yeah, of the wrestling shows. It's good shows. to have a square reader. And I'm like, ah, oh, man. So then we have to, like, try to figure out if they can PayPal me or sometimes I'll just I'll no, give up. Square and like, is good, dude. So I, I did that. I got one. And I'm like, yeah, right. I'll bring it up with me. I doubt it. Every shirt, everyone that came up and bought shirts, all they had were cards. Steve Miggs like, making here bank. Here boom, here boom, here boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Made like 100 bucks in shirts. Yep. It's really easy. Just, Oh, dude, it's so easy. Really? It's super easy. You just link it to your checking account or whatever wow. account on your. I on do the between. App. It's a, it's a game two changer. and four hundred wow. bucks a show that are just square sales. The rest of yep. it's cash. Interesting. Yeah. No one carries cash. I know. Yeah, Same I here. don't either. And but honestly, what they take out of it, like I, I think it was like a hundred bucks in shirts that I sold. We take like ten, twelve percent. Right? I got ninety-seven dollars yeah, back. Yeah, it's really nothing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like the show like you were at, at yeah, Jazz Bones, I think yeah. uh, total merch sales there were a little over six hundred. And half of that easily was on the square. 
Nice. It's worth it, dude. Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. That, that's worth it. Think about all that business you wouldn't have gotten. Dude, it's so worth it. Yeah, yeah so I was pretty pumped. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. spread the good word. Get spread the, the good one. word, man. Yeah. yeah, that's how they get you there right you there. Go. Yeah, you get the first one for free, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I need multiple of these readers. Yeah, I but, need more. I mean, hey, when they're getting like a percentage out of each sale, of course they're going to give you a free little plastic thing. Yeah, absolutely. I'll probably sit on it and break it and need another one at some point. The one I've had has been hanging on for years uh-huh. i mean years and years and years and years and years it's pretty someone durable. gave it to me too it was like here man and i'm like oh can i you know like yeah you can reassign that and do x and y and z I was like, oh well, thanks for that yeah i don't even think you need to do much because it's nah. all it's all on the app all the info's the app that thing is just a a, a vessel yep to whatever your to app whatever is. yeah yeah, yeah. make it uh, nice there you go square there's your free promo by the way we're getting paid <laughs> to talk about square today you guys didn't know that yep yep hey Migscast brought to you by squarespace, squarespace. and samson audio podcast needs <laughs> Not really. But if you want to use them, go ahead. Yeah, right. That way your podcast doesn't sound like crap. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, seriously. Okay. Like, uh, just a little soapbox on this one, though. Rev is the podcast nerd. Fired up, dude. Fired well, up. that's the thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm listening to stuff, and there's just so many times where, like, what you get. You, what do you think, Stan? Like, dude, no, like, turn basics. Off, turn off all of our mics except for mine. Okay. And this is like how. Oh, no, oh, wait, wait. Wrong one. Yeah. So a lot of podcasts will just do this. Yeah. They put a mic right in the middle of the room. And this is kind of what you get. And most people don't talk with it. Yeah. They kind of do this over here. And they exactly. Exactly. So th- this, this is, this, I mean, I've, I've listened to some podcasts. And I'm just like, this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Look, Rev's I can't this. do it. I can't do it, man. Okay, it's just, yeah. And it's, it's like. I'll fix it in post, bro. Uh, you <laughs> fix it in post. You can't. You just can't. I mean, God. I'll compress it so it's louder, but everything is going. And if you do that, or if you do like a noise gate or any of these super easy things, and you just sound like you're underwater, I've tried to fix a lot of other people's podcasts, and guess what? It doesn't work. Oh, dude. Find a nice, oh, quiet they, room they with a low ceiling. It's like, Justin, can you polish this turd? And oh. you're in there just working and working. Sometimes, I, I do edit some other people's podcasts on the side, and this one lady, she hadn't been doing it for like for a long time, and she comes back, and she's like, oh, no, sorry, I haven't been doing it in a while, but we just did this one, and uh, it's like, for some reason, the mixer wasn't working. I think it was just the computer that was doing it, plus there was a bunch of construction outside so here it is here what you can do with it and then she got mad because it sounded like it was a little underwater and i'm like guess what that's all you get because that's all you get bitch it is it was so loud and obnoxious the background noise because it was luckily she had a mic on her laptop that was picking up the stuff oh good god yeah so yeah, it's a little bit of a touchy subject for me. Yeah, dude, no doubt it's a hot, I get real, I get real mad about issue. it. I get real mad about it. I don't know why you see this. God like, damn it! With, okay. Uh, with a uh, podcast sounding weird, I mean, I, I think <sighs> yeah, man, and noise gates are great. I mean, I think I'm noise not, gates are really handy. I'm not fixing if this. you know how, if you know how to set a noise gate. Oh, I'm not doing any of these. This is driving me insane. You just like what? Just run it through one of those. Oh, goddamn! And then everything is good, right? Oh god! And don't think, yeah. Oh my god! Oh, you're killing me. What's wrong? So, if you guys have any questions about podcasting, shoot me a message. I'll be more than happy to help you out. So you don't have to like yeah. listen to any of that. Don't up, don't upset him, man. It's, it's a lot more fun when he's happy. Like, mono out your audio so people can wear it, listen to oh, it one, in one earbud. I, there was a podcast I listened to once, and it was entertaining for a second, but then I got frustrated. I was like, at first, I was like, this is kind of funny because it was like hallucinogenic trips and like it was very like it was like, like the a right channel it was wasn't like a, working. It was like it was a, a podcast stereo. about mushrooms. Yeah, but one guy <laughs> would be interviewing in the right channel, and the guy answering the questions was in the left channel. Dude. And I was like in my car trying to listen to this. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like as if I'm in a car with somebody. You only hear them on one side anyway. This is kind of a brilliant concept. Five minutes into it, I'm like, 
this. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I don't listen to a lot of people's podcasts. Or yep. it's like something like that. It's like you got to realize that people will listen to it with like one earbud in. Yep. And you'll literally yep. only hear one person talking the whole time. You're like, is this person just talking to a ghost? And you're like, oh, both ears. I would listen in. to that podcast. <laughs> Somebody just talking to themselves. <laughs> what do you think, Casper? Oh, that's fascinating. Okay. So when you saw me in the nude brandishing a knife, what were your thoughts then? Oh, okay. All right, yeah. then. <laughs> it's called The Loneliest Podcast. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> I would lonely. listen to maybe like 15 minutes of one of those. Well, every episode is only 18 minutes, so okay, you can do it. Including ads and the intro. I think we're good. Okay, yeah. yeah who's sponsoring that I'm, podcast? I'm interviewing Elvis Presley. <laughs> Blue Apron and the uh, the shavers. And the Razapan. <laughs> so I've got here a peanut butter and banana sandwich. And uh, tell me, Elvis, what were your thoughts on heart failure? Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's, that was my assumption as well. Yeah. <laughs> you now, know, turn up your microphone. We you couldn't were, hear you that well. You were deploying <laughs> some yams at the time of your passing. Did you push too hard? Is that what caused the stress that... Oh, I see. Oh, yes. oh wow. Right. I mean, it was kind of a disrespectful question. I understand yeah. his yeah. response yeah, to that. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah, kind of nipped that one in the bud. <laughs> So we'll probably bounce around a little bit because obviously all the production, everything's a little weird on here. So I'll just maybe throw some like text from time because someone texted wondering what it was like to work with Ethan Page because they're a big fan of his. Yeah. So the guy I work with is like on Impact Wrestling. He's one of the indie darlings. He was featured on a Vice special about independent wrestling, and it's funny though they they feature him in his special on independent wrestling, and he's super nice guy. But he's complaining about how a lot of promotions fly him out because they know that he could put on a fun match. So they'll pair him with someone who's relatively green, and he's kind of getting to a point so where he's, he's going to carry the dude. Where he's kind of getting a little uh, like, you know, like, man, I get it. Like, it's a curse because I'm so good at what I do that they feel safe putting me with anybody. But I'd like to work with some people that maybe, you know, are on a higher level. Did this bum you out? I f- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I didn't mean to read no, no, into that. No, no. But as you were saying all that, I'm like, oh, no, because that's exactly what where I went. That's. Um, so I'm like, babe, babe, this is the guy I just found out I'm going to get to wrestle. They make me wrestle all these guys with no and, skill and no talent. And, and then that happens, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Steve <laughs> I'm that guy to Steve put a turd back into his own punch yeah, bowl right there. No, he even did, Paige man. did without even knowing me. Yeah. So I'm like, You're like oh, a snake oh, eating its own tail. So this has been like a, a, ma- a massive stressor on me. I'm like, you know, he... Everything I've heard from him, he's a top-notch quality dude. And even when he said that, it wasn't like he was being a jerk about it. He was just being sincere. Right. And I'm like, great. I'm that guy for him when he comes to Washington. <laughs> but, dude, like, so as we were getting closer, he saw my the promo I put out where it was like uh, Jason, our voice guy, talking about how awesome he is, and I get annoyed by it. It's out there on, on, on Twitter. It's a pretty and, good one. And so he starts sharing it himself. He's like, dude, check out this awesome promo that Without a Cause made for me. He's like, the guy I'm wrestling looks like a crybaby, but whatever. (laughs) I'm like, yes, he's totally into this. So I was like, okay. And then he starts having fun with me. Now we're like trading jabs. Like, I'm, you know, on on Twitter, I'm like, okay, we're, I don't ever see him do that with most people. So I, yeah. So I'm like, this is cool. He's, He's into this. He shows up, and of course, then I find out his flight is delayed. He won't be showing up until right around when the mat the, the night starts. So we're bumping your your match from being first half main event to being the main event. And I'm like, okay, now I'm more nervous because I don't know this guy and I don't know how it's gonna go, dude. Though when he shows up, I mean, I I can't speak more highly of Ethan Page. Like any nerves that I had went out the window. The guy was so much fun to work with. That's awesome. It's like, imagine like, you're like, okay, I'm going to be thrown in a room with a guy. I got to write a record or I got to write a song and perform it in front of 250 people. 
later tonight. Yeah. How is this going to go? And I've heard that he doesn't really like working with guys with curly hair. Yeah. So this is going to be <laughs> Who weird. does? Right. <laughs> so I'm like, all, I'm in my own head. I yeah. often find that most people don't want me around. I know. Curly so, hair, man. It's kind of shady. So it's he, not even the hair, dude. It's just me. <laughs> so he's like, so he shows up. Couldn't be nicer. Although he's like, I need a minute. Uh, let's talk in a second. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened. Well, it turns out. I'm sure he's going to share this on his vlog that he puts out there on Ethan Page's vlog, which is a vlog, he calls it. Um, he gets picked up by Darby Allen, who's in All Elite Wrestling, who's in town. And, and later on, he makes an appearance at the show, and it was really cool. But he gets picked up by Darby, and then as they're driving to Everett, Darby goes to Ethan and says, Hey, man, let's pick up that hitchhiker. There's a hitchhiker. Darby's out there as it is. Like he's, Guy's wearing a ski no. mask, brandishing Whoa. a machete. Darby's, <laughs> Darby, come on, man. Darby's known for doing crazy stuff. He was a, a skateboarder, does crazy stuff. He was on MTV for doing crazy stuff. And now he does wrestling where I mean, he's been doing wrestling for a while. And he's one of the best at wow. it. I love the dude. But yeah. he does crazy stuff in the ring. He has no fear. And so Ethan's like, all right. So they pick up this hitchhiker. <laughs> now the hitchhiker, the hitchhiker's sitting in the backseat. And I guess it progressively gets weirder and weirder to the point where... The hitchhiker is now picking his teeth with a knife while talking to the guys. What the French toast? Right. So Ethan's like, uh-uh. I, Ethan undoes his seatbelt and goes, I have a one and a half year old child. I have to figure out. Am Tuck I, and roll. Like, what do I need to do? Do I need to like, do I need to hit him before he kills us? Right. So he's wow. freaking the f out in this in the car, picking his teeth with a knife. And and the hitchhiker's Courage. like, who does that? The, Courage. The hitchhiker's like, hey, can we stop at my grandma's house? I got to pick something up. So Darby goes, sure. Ethan's, Ethan's like, like, dude, what the F is going on? Oh, my God. It gets to the point where Ethan's about to snap, only to find out that this is Darby's high school buddy, junior high school buddy. They planned this whole thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. Okay, okay, Darby, you're my favorite person in the world now. That that's is incredible. so great. Okay, this story, I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, he's telling me this. I'm like, I get why you needed a minute. He goes, no, I, I wanted to kill both of them. He's like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, first of all, I thought it was weird we were picking up a hitchhiker. Yeah. I'm already running late. I don't, you know, it's like, I'm worried about all this. Well, the guy starts picking effort. his teeth with a knife. Yeah. And he's that? like, once the guy starts picking his teeth with a knife, I'm like, I took my seatbelt off because I thought I had to attack this guy before he attacks us. Turns out it's like his, his, his partner in crime since junior high. They've been playing pranks on people. And this is what they did. <laughs> Dude. Oh my so god. Anyways, wow. he gets so anyways, he's in a weird headspace when he gets to you. <laughs> like, fortunately, I'm like, I have an extra protein bar. Would you like? He goes, Yes, I would love it. <laughs> he's like, I'm so hungry for my nerves. So then we sit down. And he's just like, Hey, what do you want to do? And I'm like, Oh boy, like, I'm the new guy trying to tell the, the guy that is great at what he does, like, my ideas. I'm like, Hey, man, first off, tell me the F off if any of these ideas suck. But these are the things I was thinking. I pitch all my stuff. He goes, These are great. Love cool. them. So he makes them better because he's great at what mm-hmm. he does. Go out there and we put on a super fun match. And, like, you know, there's a couple things I wish I could have done better. And it'll be on independentwrestling.tv soon. There's like a promo code WAC2019, I think it is. Uh, I'll I'll post it out there. Once once the match is up on on independentwrestling.tv, I'll I'll share the code. Because I'd love for people to see it. But, man, oh, man, dude, we had so much fun. We finished the match. Everything goes well. Darby comes out and saves the day because I was going to attack Ethan with a chair after the match. And Darby comes out, grabs it. He then takes Darby, throws him. I don't know if you – I'll have to show you the video. That was video. a really oh, cool video, too. Steve showed it to me, and it's just like – I think I, I just saw some stuff after the fact, and I was like, oh, that was so- – yep, yeah, okay, I missed it. I swore <laughs> I was going to be at that, and I went to Chase's wedding, and that's – yeah. Oh, somewhere on social media, I saw something that made me realize, oh, I had missed the big one. 
you know. Oh, no worries. So, Which like, is, it's kind of the story of my life. So there's a part where, like, so I'm attacking him, I'm attacking him, I'm attacking him. Then Darby comes in, and he, so he kind of wrecks house. He hits this guy with a chair, hits him with a chair, hits me in the face with the chair, knocks me out. Now, they used to have beef. So they, oh. they squash their beef. Well, also with the hitchhiker moment. <laughs> and then, so we're outside the ring. Darby then convinces Ethan to pick him up and throw him at us. And so Darby just gets picked up. Oh, wow. <laughs> he gets thrown over the top rope by Darby. He just nuts. chucked a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> On to me. He just chucked a grown man. On me. I love That's it. amazing. <laughs> nice catch, by the way, Steve. Uh, dude, he got in. He was, everything was good. We leave, come back down. I'm like, hey, man, what do you think? He goes, dude, I had a blast. You did great. Cool. I was like, oh, thank God. So I just wanted to make sure I'd throw that out there, and I'll share when the match goes out there, but it was a Please great time. Do, yeah. Thanks to everybody who came out. And I want to give a, a, a half a second to show a lot of love for Without a Cause Wrestling because they gave me that opportunity when many people – from day one, they've been giving me opportunities. I yeah, crap yeah, on them, yeah, yeah. but, like, as a joke, obviously. Right, 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 sure. As a heel, as local celebrity Steve Miggs, they don't do enough for me. <laughs> as Steve Miggs, or Steve Miggs, not local celebrity – they have done so much for me, and I have nothing but love. They are the I have I, I can't speak more highly. Just to watch from day one, watching this promotion start before it even had a name, being a part of it, to getting to be a part of their first show, even though I blew out my knee, they still used me, and they continue to find ways to put me in. They put me in a main event against someone in the last Pitfall Jones, who's one of my favorite wrestlers around mm-hmm. town. Had an epic match with him that really kind of garnered a lot of respect from other wrestlers for how I am in the ring because it showed that I'm fearless and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to put on a fun match to then giving me a flying talent on the level of Ethan Page yeah. and get to do it in the main event in front of a packed, I mean, probably sold out, if not should have been. Like, I mean, I think we hit capacity. Yeah, sure. Nice. So I can't say enough nice things and great things about Max and Chris and Dave and everybody that's involved uh, behind the scenes with Without a Cause Wrestling. Uh, you guys are, are, are truly top-notch, and I know a lot of wrestlers really love going there. The locker room's great. The vibe is great. You treat us all with respect. And their one-year anniversary show is happening October 27th, which is crazy. It all started a year ago. Uh, but wow. year one, it's going to be happening at the VFW. Again, uh, October 27th, I'm going to be there. Uh, Daniel Maccabe is going to be there. He's blowing up the independent Dude, team. Dude, I love him. Like yeah. I saw him, I think, uh, just watching a 3-2-1 battle on like Twitch. Yeah. And I was just like, because you don't expect. I, I, I just like the, his, he's unassuming. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, what's he gonna do? And he's one of the best technical wrestlers I've yep. seen in a long time. And, 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 the, and the, now the world is talking about him. Like people in Japan, Good. Love, yeah, yeah. He's Good. getting a lot of respect. Hammerstone's a big dude. He's gonna be there. Uh, Chris Bay, uh, Jessica Havoc, Andy Dalton, Tony Deppin. There's like all the like. If you're an indie wrestling fan. If you're Glenn, you're like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> if you're an independent wrestling fan, you're like, oh, that's awesome. But Don't if, hate me out there, guys. No, if they were talking about nope. the NFL, I'd have the same look on my oh, face. Then I, I would just, too as I well. Have no idea. Steve you know? would be monologuing yeah. at that point. We'd just be looking yeah. at each other lovingly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I, I would love for people to come out and celebrate. The yeah. one-year anniversary. I don't even know how I'm going to be used. For all I know, I'm just going to come out and cut a promo. But I'm going to be there 100% because I, I'm, I'm supporting something really special. And w- what they've done in one year to where they are from a year ago to where they are now is incredible. And yeah. I have nothing but love for them. And congratulations. Uh, you can just go to WAC Pro Wrestling for more information or just uh, without a cause on all the social media. Just type it in. You'll find it and figure it out. I mean, everyone's tech savvy at this point. I don't have to yeah. walk you through it. I mean, if uh, worse comes get to worse. tickets and come and hang out with yep. us. Shoot us a message. Like, shoot me a message on Facebook or something. And I can help you link to it. I mean, but it's really easy. You Google it and you're fine. Yeah, it's at <laughs> without a cause WA. Mm-hmm. Is all the social networks and like I said, without a co- uh, yeah, do that. Uh, WACProWrestling.com. 
October 27th, brother. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Brother. So I just wanted to take a second and show those guys a lot yeah, of love because yeah. they're freaking amazing. And I owe a lot to them. And they've truly become my favorite place. Well, they've helped you step up Sunday your game, too, too man. Yeah. They believed in me when nobody else did. There's a weird X thing that's happening on there. So oh, I, yeah. That's, uh, that's are a, we okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. the remnants of the... Uh, the, okay. the are you sure everything's still I just, I, you did that right when I clicked exit out on that little pop-up ad, and I'm like, oh great, I just broke it. I'm so sorry, man. It's been like that. Like we'll do it again. I promise. We've had we've had some programs come back. It's been real slow going, just like on the main show. (sighs) And the IT guy walks in. He's like, oh, I came in to fix this thing, and I was like, it's been working since Monday. And he's like. Oh, sweet. One less thing I have to do. He oh, just didn't dude. even know that he it was working. couldn't keep track anymore. No. Yeah, he couldn't no, keep track no. anymore. It's been a week and a half of hell for the IT guys. So, like, They're earning their keep. And I'm just like, I'm like, if it's working, I'm not bugging them. If it's not working, I'm trying to figure out a way around it or just be like, well, I guess Well, dude, the other day, working. I'm like, why is everyone's computer in the studio working but mine? I'm using my laptop still because I was able to get by so I could read text messages because fortunately our text machine is on a different program than Thank KSW. God. Yeah. And I'm like, this sucks, man. Everyone else's computer's working. And then I was like, man, I got to get that checked out. And then I moved the mouse. It's because I never bothered to move the mouse. It was and all locked. of a sudden, it powered up. I just, I was like, oh, it was in sleep mode because I just assumed it wasn't working because it wasn't on, and I don't want to touch anything. If I see like weird pop ups, I'm like sending them screenshots. I'm like, is this good or bad? And they're like, it's fine. The Russians are out to get us. Yeah, don't click on any links, people, and uh, you'll probably be fine. Glenn, what's going on in your world, man? Like, I mean, I noticed that uh, the Glenn Cannon ban is just. Out there, and we've been, and, yeah, and, we've been and the, the feedback on social media has been huge. Yeah, pe- people are digging it. People man. are nice about you. Have guys. we yeah. recorded since the show at Jazz Bones? I don't know, because that yeah. was a fantastic show. Yeah. I don't know if we have or ha- I feel like we might have, but yeah. I'm not positive. But if not, well, I just, if we did, still you, you can still you say sang it. me the highest praises. I think I walked out of the show that day beaming, like, oh man, just, it was just so wasn't really good. Yeah, thanks, it was man. so good. Like, I mean, first off, like you're just amazing. Um, but being able to see Dead Rebel Saints was fun because I'd never seen them before. Oh, killer, man. And Antihero is like my favorite Tacoma band. Dude. Like, yeah. just like straight oh, up. Well it, like, played. Yeah, yeah. and it just, it, like, they it's just. a band with balls. Oh, my God. And they just completely encompass whatever Sub-tim. Tacoma is. So, yeah. Like, jet. Yeah, we did have this conversation. Yeah, we did, I, yeah. I was, I was saying hi to all the guys. <laughs> yeah, What's up, Louis G? What's up, yeah, Tim? Yeah. What's up, Double J? Well, they rip, man. It's just a rock and roll chainsaw. Dude, I mean, yeah. It, it is not not fun. I yeah. mean, you're just like, oh, yeah. And yeah. then 45 minutes later, it's over. Yeah. It's a great time. It's amazing. Okay, yeah, so I'm yeah. glad we were able to at least talk by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things good in your world, though. Well, yeah, things things are good, man. Um, I've I've got more regional stuff. I, I, we wanted to do a fall tour badly, um, but by the, by the time we got all those chips in play and uh, the triggers pulled on that, I was looking at it and I was talking with the promoter I'm work, working with, who's a really solid and talented guy. And I'm like, man, we're kind of in about a a nine to ten week window. I'm like, I don't. I don't think this is going to happen, which mm-hmm. is fine. Let's just shoot for a full-on spring tour. Yeah, and um, he was like, "Give me, you know, give me a week." And, okay, so I follow up the following week. I'm like, "Hey, bro, I'm just checking in, you know." And then he's like, 
give me one more week. I'm like, okay, man. Yes, and I, man. I hit him up. Well, yeah, right. Since you're like that, and, man. <laughs> you know, how's it going? He's like, man, I wish I had better news. I'm like, dude, let's get on the phone because text has no inflection. Yeah. yeah the phone, I'm like, bro, this is what I expected. Uh, no worries. Don't sweat it. You've been down this rodeo. Yeah. Before. I'm like, dude, because he was worried, like, oh, man, I really wanted to put this together for you. And I mean, he, he sent routes. And basically, we're going to do the same route, but it'll be Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Arizona, and then looping back up. Um, nice. Uh, and fun. probably up through Idaho, like you know, twenty-five to thirty dates, just a good solid run. Um, Dude, cool. So at this point, that is in play um, for March. So I should be able to announce the tour by mid-December. Cool, right on, man. Um, so I got that going on as well as just some local. You know, some when I say local, I mean like you know, we we just picked up another event down in Portland. We're going to be working the region, so Washington, Oregon, Idaho. Um, I got that going on, and. Um, you know, there's uh, some triggers that have been pulled on the uh, on the other side of things, just getting this thing into people's hands that will definitely listen to it, mm-hmm. and we'll see if any of them go. Damn, you know, we I, you never know, right? Yeah. Um, I am basically operating under the assumption that nothing good is going to happen. <laughs> Expect nothing, and then when something happens, right. you can be surprised and happy. Yeah. Right, right. But you know, that sums up my mentality on how I wrestle. <laughs> yeah, dude, just just operate under the assumption that you're going to have to build this thing completely on your own. Um, but that said, I mean, there's some really cool people that are extraordinarily connected that are really genuinely excited about it. And, um, we'll see what happens there. So, you know, like sounds cheesy as hell, but like maybe keep me in your prayers. Right. Oh, absolutely. Someone might press play on this and be like, this is brilliant. Let's put him on the road with so-and-so and I, let's see if this takes off. And cause I don't. I don't need Glenn Cannon. I don't Bruno need, Mars. Yeah, dude. Whatever, <laughs> man. Whatever. Man, well, I saw everyone was at, uh. What's his name, Junior? Gary Clark Jr. the other night. Oh, dude, yeah. And I'm I'm listening to that music, and I'm like, man, put me on tour with that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a duh. <laughs> yeah. That's a duh moment, you know? I feel like the, his audience would enjoy your music. It, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so, but that, and that's the cool thing, too, is I've gotten a ton of people are still hitting me up about how much they love the record, how they can't stop listening to the record, how... It's good, man. So I'm getting all this great feedback, and it's been really exciting. And then, you know, coming into... We'll see. We inadvertently, because summer, we worked really hard, and so through the fall, I was like, let's get some video content made. We already kind of lined up and are kicking around going back into the studio to track a couple more songs mm-hmm. to releases like holiday releases. We'll see if any of that happens. You the know, like kind of band Hanukkah song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, no, honestly, there's a, a couple really fantastic pieces of material that were getting kicked around when we were making the record, and it was a like we have to stop because yeah, at that point yeah. I was I was in such a good place and I have been ever since that songs are just pouring out of me really solid. Like even if it's just a really like guys, you got to hear this chorus. And I'll play them a chorus. They're like. Dude, and I'm like, yeah, I think it's really strong. So I've got all this stuff like that, and then of course Lance and Louie and Jeff have an ocean of ideas as well. So we're all, we'll see what happens. We might release some more music before the end of the year, but so there's there's a lot of good stuff going on there, man. Um, And beyond that, I've just been trying to stay afloat. Like I'm really burning the candle at both ends. Oh, shocking! I'm I'm, I'm pretty burnt out, pretty fried. It's kind of what you do, man. You know, um, I mean. Don't want to discount but, that, but yeah. you 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 go yeah. hard on stuff, I'm, man. I'm tired, man. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, yeah, you know, I honestly like. Um, God bless Tawny, man. Like Friday, I had because I'm dealing with. Oh, can you share that story? Well, which you, one? I had to interrupt you. There was a. I, I thought it was a really cool story. Oh, the grocery sh- store story. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. The grocery man. store. It's a. It's a. It's a oh. love story. It's almost like as if it should be turned into a Hallmark film. Oh, well, or at least the opening. It was straight up. No, this story would be a great beginning of a horror film. Like, oh, oh, even <laughs> yeah. better. Uh, I'm in. When all of a sudden they, they think that it's a good couple, right. only to find out that they're both 
serial killers. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're smiling because we ate your kids. Yeah. <laughs> and the world's a quieter place for it, you schmuck. Now, now keep that in the back of your mind while you All listen right. to this heartwarming story. So, uh... Saturday, I had tried to plan a big ride for Red Fest. Honestly, if you were watching Mother Nature, a lot of people were they, they <laughs> yeah. were waving off. They're like, it's going to dump. And we didn't have a podcast to help promote it. Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I mean, coming, coming right into... Uh, Coming right into Friday night, I was like, look, I'm going to get up at 8 a.m. tomorrow and I'll let you know whether the ride's happening or not. Because there was, it was, I was just watching how the cell was moving and what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, 8 a.m., I'm like, look, man, I think we're good until about 4 or 5 o'clock. The ride is on. But that by that point, a lot of people had tapped out. Initially, like failed, yeah. I had between 16 and 20 riders, which would have been pretty cool. It ended up just being seven diehards, which it's was still awesome. Oh, it was cool. It was cool. So um, we all met at Slim's Last Chance. Hopped on the bikes, um, rode down there as a, a unit. My buddy Kelly, um, who kind of grew up in Eden Claw, he lives down in Joshua Tree now, but he was there with a couple friends, and he kind of led us through all these amazing, beautiful back roads to get to Eden Claw Expo Center. It was a gorgeous ride. Nice. Um, got there, photo finish, right? Got there at about 20 after 1, quickly sound checked. J.T. Phillips, my man. My hauled, man. Hauled my guitar, my head, my pedal board. When I showed up, my stuff was set up waiting for me. Guy. Dude, he because I was like, dude, I want to do this ride, and I got to get my gear down there somewhere. And so JT took care of me. JT, I love it's you. Amazing. Thank you, dude. Thank you. I literally was like, dude, I wouldn't have got That's to do cool. this if you hadn't done this for me. And so JT, I love you, man. That was so cool, of you. Missed you, JT. Yeah, yeah, dude. Right. So See you um, in October. New originals <laughs> played, and as as usual with new originals, there were good songs, and <laughs> there were songs. There were songs. Um, if you're gonna be the world's worst cover band, <laughs> you might as well live up you to that name. You can't always hit home runs. There was, there was stuff A that home was, run hitter typically strikes out more than it hits home runs. There I was believe. stuff that was knocked out of the park, and there was stuff that just, whoa. Uh, whoa. Um, but Which song was whoa? Oh, uh, there were th- three um, that, um, yeah, I don't want to get into specifics because I fine. love people. <laughs> no, I just wondering what the song was, not the uh, um, who o- messed. Overkill was a hot mess. Who Overkill by uh, Men at Work. Oh, oh, yeah, like, da, 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 da. yeah. It, it could have gone well, but during the guitar solo section, it came completely off the rails. Um, hey Mickey, we brought Hey Mickey back together. Has become an '80s pop band. I don't know what's happening. I just work there, and it's a lot of fun. But Hey Mickey was problematic, and 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 what we got that sorted out kind of right. mid song, like dude, you're in the wrong key. Um, <laughs> got that sorted out, and there was a another one that was. There were three that were just. Oh no! Make it stop, bad. <laughs> um, yeah, at one point, car I, I two over. I literally Game turned on. to Kyle Court on stage and and kind of sort of half yelled because I didn't want the audience to hear it, but just Kyle. Help! But it was help him, is what I yelled. Help him, because. Uh, Every, wrong key. Everyone's in the wrong key. Yeah. So and you see what? the audience out there, and they just have this look like, What's, is what is bad? Something's bad, but what's bad? And, but then the, the songs that were good were crushingly good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they ended with Fight for Your Right with Ted singing it. That's always fun. Uh, it's always, JT yeah. and Kyle were playing on that, so I was just in the wings watching, and they destroyed that one. Dead or Alive came off killer. We destroyed nice. that one with Jen Richards, the Mistress of Booze, singing. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was a traditional new original set where there were definitely songs that were Killer and songs that were played were played <laughs> mostly right. that, that might not ever come back in the set. Yeah, yeah, right. I, don't stop believing. Uh, oh boy. Um, anyway, uh, so 
I need some Viagra for this mic stand. I know, right? I'm just, I'm just watching like that I, I can touch this one. Today's episode brought to you by Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> if your mic stand takes a Blue Chew, <laughs> it will never go down. What Stiffen is, your mic isn't stand. Isn't Blue's Clues a thing, too? Like, Ooh. That's a children's show. Oh, yeah. We don't want to have those two sponsored back to back. Into that. Yeah. yeah, it's a little Let's not have awkward. a crossover. Anyway, so the originals played. <laughs> Um, hung for a bit, and then we're kind of watching the weather, and it's like, man, it's going to end up, we need to get out get of here. Out yeah, of you're still on your on. bike, yeah. man. Yeah. So, uh, probably, I watched about half of uh, the Kiss Tribute, Almost Human, Joe Dredd's Kiss nice. Tribute. They were on fire, full regalia. Of course. Nailing the songs. I mean, they just crushed. And, of course, a bunch of my bros were playing throughout the day, too, but, man, we really wanted to ride. So, we split, and then Kelly led us through this great back roads and he then finally we, we stopped at one little bar to have a shot we were just kind of chilling there and he's like look man we're gonna get rained on but i'm gonna take you guys on some really cool rides and tony and i are like you know what Fine. all right do it. i was being careful of it because my back tire is basically a drag slick at this point it is so bald that if i go around a corner i have tread because i still have tread <laughs> but up the middle of my tire is just smooth mm. and it's raining so, so when i like you, my women yeah dude <laughs> it is it is God. kind of a brazilian thing going on in my back tire so i i wanted to be very careful because if i needed to stop quickly that thing was just going to slide into whatever i was trying not yeah. to hit so uh, yeah when we rode kelly took us to this great place it's, it was called like the smokehouse and more it smelled like Paradise. Oh yeah, I saw that picture. Oh dude, I walked in and it's this tiny little deli, and all they do is smoked meats. And mm. these people were relatives of Kelly's, and they're like, "Well, try some of this and try some of this." And oh, Kelly wow. bought Tawny and I like a pound of this bacon that would blow your mind, dude. Right, mind blowing. Then we left that place, went up the street to another little bar, had another quick shot, and then we hopped on. And he just rode us down these gorgeous, like one lane bridges over these ravines, and man, it was beautiful. Yeah. And finally, we we rode all these back roads for hours, and you know. God was on our side, man. It did not rain on us, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it drizzled a little bit, but it didn't tolerate. Yeah. So finally, we end up out of there. We get up on 405. Kelly gives us the wave. Zip, he's off. And Tawny and I rode into Burien. And since Kelly had bought us this magnificent bacon, this mind blowing bacon, Tawny's like, let's have BLTs for dinner. Nice. I'm like, rad. Okay, so we'll stop and we'll get like some potato salad and some stuff like that. And we'll have like a picnic style dinner. Um, so we go into Fred Meyer and it's been a really great day. So mm-hmm. her and I are just beaming and happy and laughing and you know i don't have bags i'm like don't worry i'll drape the bags i've done that where you put the grocery bags over your arm and then you ride like that no (laughs) oh yeah you do that (laughs) i've I've done that many times tony's like i can take one i'm like no i'll I'll, danger zone i'll take them yeah you know Um, hey quick aside since you brought that up what's the deal what's the deal with motorcycle riders that have that long like looks like a braided like leather strap that goes all the way down. Is Hanging the, off the handlebar? Yeah, yeah. I have cars? no idea. I think it's just decorative. I always thought it was like if a car's being an idiot, you just whip them with it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I guess you can. I guess you could. I've seen those. I don't yeah. get it. I okay. don't know. If anyone knows the story behind that, please yeah. let us text us 253 271 4787 or email us themigscast at gmail.com. Yeah, it's like a four foot braided leather thing yeah. that hangs off the handlebars. It's, I have no well, idea. Typically, I only see it with like guys that are like, it seems like in motorcycle clubs. And it's like the colors of whatever their club maybe. Sometimes, is. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I wondered if like I don't know why I was like, it's a weapon. When I usually see them on bikes, <laughs> they like, want to break windows. So they've got the big <laughs> heavy leather bags, and they have all the accessories and stuff. And if yeah. they're all decked out like that, then usually, yeah. it's part of that vibe to have those weird leather yeah. kind of whips hanging off the handlebar ends. I have no idea what they're. I mean, when I had my big wheel, I had the, the cool. Streamers, That's what I was thinking. So, yeah. yeah, the streamers so that like multicolored. A, yeah. I think when I was a this kid, a manly I plucked, streamer. I plucked those offline. Leather, I think when I was a kid. Fine. Leather. No, it's cool. That's cool. You're. But, um, yeah, you're going to hate on a banana seat too, Glenn? No, actually, my bike had a banana seat. Dude, my chip's <laughs> big wheel was dope. 
<laughs> you had a chips pick wheel? Yeah, I did. Wow. That is kind of phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have altered that either, Ponch. Yeah. I'm in, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, dude, don't be. the bag. That's what this show is for, man. Um, anyway, so Tawny and I were, dude, it's one of those things like where we, when we go on a good ride, like, and I've told people literally, because we'll pull up side by side at stoplights, you kick the bikes in neutral, and we'll sit there and we'll hold hands at the traffic light. Aww. And there was a guy one day we were doing that, like in this really nice Cadillac, the window comes down and you hear this, hey, and we look over like, hey, man. And he's like, are you guys a couple? No. Like, and we're so. like, yeah, you know. No, it was, are you guys married? Uh-huh. And we went, yeah. And he was like, that's effing awesome <laughs> that is the coolest thing i've ever seen and we're like oh well thanks man you know uh-huh. and her and i just we really connect by this right yeah yeah. which is awesome to think like what Dude. like a, two years ago yeah right motorcycle riding was not really in either Riding of your in my lives. life yeah and honestly when i first started talking about buying a bike and why she was worried she was like this is one more thing that's going to separate us you already have so much going on yeah. And now, to honor your friend, you're going to start riding, and you're going to join you know, this riders club with these guys, and it's one more thing that's going to take you away from me. And I'm like, no, baby, this is going to bring us together, because if you're not with me, if you're not on the back, then what's the damn point? Mm-hmm. And in no time, she got her own. And yeah, so it's been a real cool thing for us, because it's like it's hard to believe at one point she thought this was going to drive us apart. And it's actually and giving you more memories than you could imagine. Dude, we yeah. rode to California together. It was a trip of yeah. a lifetime. We're looking for, forward to the next one. So anyway, um, and Fred Meyer... And obviously, we're just, you know, we're giggling, we're laughing. And Tony and I discussed most people anyway. Like, we've been together 22 years, married, I think, for 14. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there have been terrible downs. It's been a rocky road. Yeah. But honestly, we're still very much in love. Mm-hmm. And we love being around each other. And so sometimes that shows, right? Mm-hmm. So we pull into Fred Meyer. You know, it's always, you know, I always usually look at her and say, it's never bad, is it? She laughs, just like, oh. So we walk in, we're kind of beaming, so we're, we're, we're getting our random stuff for this picnic-style dinner. And this dude, this older gentleman, walks up, and he's like, excuse me, and yeah, you know, and he's like, this, this sounds, might sound kind of weird, but I, you know, I wanted to ask you guys a question. I think something like that, and I was like, oh, he's going to ask about, I thought he was going to ask about my patches, literally. Mm-hmm. And Tony did, too. It's like, he's going to ask me, are you in a motorcycle club? What do those patches mean? That's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead it was, are you guys married? And like. Yeah, and it's like, you guys seem so genuinely happy. Like, you are beaming. It's radiant. I was 30 feet away across the store and just could see you guys' energy, and you're smiling, and you're laughing, and he's like, I've never seen anything like it, and... I just, you know, are, are you guys, you guys just seem so happy. And Tony's like, well, thanks, we, we are. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all kind of laughed. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I just, I don't see that very often. And you guys are just radiating, like, pure That's joy. Amazing. And it was infectious. It was Michael Douglas, and he offered a million dollars oh, for a night. For with, a million? with Glenn. Oh, yeah. How indecent is this proposal? For a million, how's he hung? I mean, if it's smallish and I can just bite really? the pillow and cry. Really? <laughs> For a million dollars, I mean. No more mortgage. Yeah, that's right. what I'm thinking. No more cab driving, and it's our dirty Yo, little secret. <laughs> right? I'll sit funny right. for the rest of my life <laughs> to have my house paid off. Dude, yeah. That's the title of my next record, Bite the Pillow and Cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, that was the moment. That was That's what that's Steve amazing. was talking about. The guy yeah. and, and, Super cool, dude. Dude, and he just, he as he walked away, he said, that's what I'm looking for. And her and I were like, well, that was random and awesome. And then I decided to Facebook about it because- uh, I thought it was a cool story. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I had snapped a photo of the bikes right when we parked, and I was going to just post it, and it was just going to say couples therapy. Yeah. Because, dude, yeah, I mean- It totally is. Within five, ten minutes of either of us being on the bike, usually we'll hit a light, and she'll just look over at me like, 
everything is right with the world. And I'm like, yeah, everything goes away, man. You get on this thing and it's just you and the road and you know, it's cathartic. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So, but anyway, that was that was that, thought, and it dude, was, I thought that was, was really right. cool. When I read that, I was like, oh man, that's and, it was I, cool. Yeah, and also because I know you guys, so it's like I could see that happening, yeah. and and just I also know you guys, so I'm happy to see things are so great. We're and, doing great, man. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, any any relationship, any marriage. I mean, it's not always good. It's not no. always easy, but we uh, we made it through all that and mm-hmm. yeah man we're, we're both really stupidly happy yeah you know? <laughs> like, we've got a little house we've got the cats and everything's pretty cool how are you cats doing Cats are doing great, man. Awesome. Her little cat McGee is very much a senior. <laughs> cat McGee. Yeah, right. Well, that's the cat I call Cone because she's had an ongoing skin issue through her whole life. <laughs> so I've literally called the cat Cone. And at one point, we, we couldn't be the Cone anymore, so we got this weird little donut thing so she couldn't eat herself. And we were like, Parker Lungden walked in my house. He's like, did your cat break its neck? And I'm like, no, 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 dude. That's so she doesn't just eat hungry. herself. And, just hungry. But um, yeah, we, we've been taking her to a fantastic I'd vet. I'd name her um, Alf. Alf? I believe it's there in West Seattle. They're called Evergreen, Evergreen Animal Hospital, maybe. But the vets there are awesome. There's a guy that there's a specialist right on. with spin, skin conditions, and she's got some stuff going on with her kidneys. So, but she's doing good. You know, her little cat McGee's doing good. And then my Muppet is just uh, she's cat the center McGee. of my universe. <laughs> McGee, yeah, McGee. This cracks me up. That I've called Cone for mm-hmm. 14 years. That's amazing. I'm like, yeah, this is Muppet and this is Cone. They're like, you name your cat Cone, but most of the time she had the cone on, so there was never a question. <laughs> It's like, you call it Cone? Like, if you had a son in a wheelchair, would you call him Cripple? I'd be like, probably. No, you call him Chair. <laughs> hey, this is my boy Cripple. I call him Chair. <laughs> chair. Yeah. Hey, Chair, get over hey, here. Hey, Chair, come here. Don't mind them steps. Just hold on, boy. You guys want to hear something awesome? Yes. Uh, so, you know, what, I think it was the last podcast a month ago that I put out the call out, hey, if any band wants to, like, you know, have some fun and, and work on a song. Did someone step up? Yes. Actually, a couple did, but I went with the first person that I read and had a really fun conversation with him. I want to give him some love. If our... If we were in our other studio, I would play your song, so we'll definitely play some of your music when we're back in the it, other it'll studio. It'll get played once Hans Gruber's left the building. Right. Dude, <laughs> it's fun because, like, in a weird way, like, I was hoping that this would happen. It exposed me to a band I never heard of and that's really freaking good. I don't even know if you've heard of this band. They're Who's called the band? Coyote Bread. Uh-uh. That's a great name. Dude. I, know. <laughs> like, I could probably pull up a little bit just to give a taste on here, but we'll, like, we'll play a full song when we got everything up and running again. But like, really a solid Coyote band, bread. man. I really Coyote dug their bread. sound. <laughs> so let's see if I can pull it up. Coyote Bread. They're on my There's got to be a, like a backstory to that name. I would hope so. Oh, dude, we'll yeah. get them on the show once they get the song done. Yeah. Maybe have them come in if, they, if they've got time to do like an acoustic performance. Maybe they'll even do it. Now, is it Coyote Bread or is it Coyote Bread? Well, I don't know how else to spell Coyote. C-O-Y-O-T-E. Well, are you educated or are you from Western Maryland? I'm, I'm from New York. Oh, coyote. So Mar- there's Coyote and there's Coyote. And I think it might, well, I mean, I just hear, you know, Coyote Ugly, so I just kind of go bread, with yeah. The, yeah, yeah, Coyote, coyote Bread. Ugly. Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's a little bit of one of their songs. It's called Silver Screen. I'm playing it from my phone into a microphone. It's high tech. It's exactly what the Rev likes. <laughs> Better than some I've heard. I'm Wait, so tempted to reach for a mute button, but I'm not going to do it. Stop it. This one's somewhere else. Oh, I dig this. It's right? swinging. Dude, it's, I really dig it. Oh, yeah. Really good rock band, man. I, I dig them. This is pretty great. And this is just on my phone. Yeah. Sorry about that, everyone. It's a tiny little speaker. Steve's got a big heart. Tiny speaker. So true. My wife complains about that all the time. Did you see the Michael Douglas? 
How's he hung? <laughs> I don't think I do all those harmonies live. That's happening. So anyways, um, yeah, they're good. That's killer, man. Yeah, Coyote, Coyote Bread. Bread. That song is called Somewhere Else. It's off of their most recent release. They're working on some new music because I talked to them a little bit. Cool. Uh, but the album's also called Somewhere Else. It came out last year. So look them up on Apple Music, all the other places that you listen to your music, and uh, we'll get them in. Coyote but, Bread. Coyote so Bread. I get the email from, uh, it says, hey, my name's Kevin. I've been a fan of the podcast for a couple of years ago, and I heard on the most recent cast about the wrestling intro. And if there aren't any takers yet, my band would be interested. And my bandmate? Has a studio out in Woodenville, so the cost to track the song, free. Oh, there you go. Best price. That's my price range. That's a good price. (laughs) Band's called Coyote Bread. We just recorded our last record there, and like I said, if you listen to it actually through speakers and good quality, it sounds great. Uh, (laughs) If you look it up in Apple Music, our record somewhere else was recorded out there. He also gave me a Dropbox link to some of their unfinished stuff just to give give an idea of what their production sounds like. And like I said, everything sounds great. He's the drummer and really great drummer. Rad, man. uh, I says, keep up the good work with your bands and the morning show and the podcast. And that's from Kevin. So, Kevin, thank you. And they are working on a new version of. (laughs) What's the song? You never did tell us. Joe Esposito's You're the Best Around. Are you serious? <laughs> and I'll I'll explain later on down the line when why it's that song. But like you're the best around. around. Yeah, I remember working on a, a future tag team, and so yeah, it was live day, and Steven one beat Migs, and I sang "You're the Worst Around." You always yeah. seem to just let yeah. me down. You're yeah. the worst yeah. around. All you ever do is let me down. Got a lot of laughs. I think Castle doubled over. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that caught me by surprise. I, was I cracking couldn't up. see you. You were in another studio. I was <laughs> All you ever do is let me down. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> so they're gonna do a rocking, a rocking That's version right. of that. Like That's heavy, cool. loud, big guitars, big drums, and I'm, I'm I'm actually very excited. And and yeah, we'll definitely get those guys when it's done and when the reasons for it being done are explained out there in the world of wrestling. I think we should get those guys on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just totally. want to give them a shout out. I also want to give a shout out to Ziggy because after I checked that email, Ziggy the next Zaga. email I got Ziggy. was from Ziggy saying, what you need assistance for with this music thing and your wrestling what's is. <laughs> <laughs> How very Ziggy of him. Yeah, right. I might be able to help out, but my kid and my job take up a lot of my time. I wouldn't mind giving a shot at helping you out, though. Also, when it comes to my stuff, if the drums sound real, most likely it's Ike. I typically use a drum machine when our schedules don't jive, but the bits you've been using lately have been 100% Ike and myself. He takes the garbage that comes out of my head and makes it sound real sexy on the back end. I love Ike. Since that's what he majored in when he was in college. It's rad. Either way, I could take a stab at giving you a hand, whatever you need, but if someone can make your arm hair stand up and your pants get tight, then please show them a whole lot of love. Miss you guys. Rock hard and ride free. Thank you, Ziggy, but like I mentioned. Love you, Ziggy. We're going to give Coyote Bread this opportunity. They're going to lend Steve a hand. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to figure out a way to fit in. Well, right I, I didn't there. want to interrupt Steve, but know, when he was too, talking yeah. about how his kid takes up his time, I'm like, well, you think he'd want to lend a hand? Well, I mean, his, <laughs> his hands are, are full. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> <His> yeah. <hands. laughs> <laughs> well, you guys owe each other a soda or something? Oh, man, man yeah. Jinx, Jinx. Buy me a Coke. Damn it. Fine. <laughs> uh, I got an email from our buddy Shane, uh, who takes a lot of great pictures. Rock Machine. Rock Machine. Oh, yeah. So, hey, guys, it's Shane from End Rock. of May. Yep. He says, I also play bass for End of May, and we want to let you know about a show that we're playing. On August 31st, we're opening up for Celia and Stoic F. August 31st. Bah, 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 bah. I hope the show went well, Shane. Bah. We've My, been off for a month. 
August 31st, I went to an awesome show. He was at the Anchor Pub in Everett, so if you went there, I hope... Yeah, uh, I wanted to try and get up there to that and didn't get to make it, because mm. I love the Stoic FB guys. Well, Celia's mm-hmm. rad. Celia, you can catch... There's another thing that's going on. You can catch Celia at Migs Fest. Oh, look at that. Three. Look at that. That nice oh, segue. First off, I saw the poster. Oh, that poster is so cool. With the yep. snake? Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, that's right. Yeah. Shout that out to was... our, our dude, Tavis. He had a buddy that made that, because he's like, I wanted to make something cool for you guys to have as like a... A memory of a, a like a, a special momentous show, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he had like the, the 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 snake done, and then we sent it off to our buddy Chris Dahl, who does obviously like I mentioned added a lot of else. lot of cool yeah. stuff, and he added uh, all the extra flavoring to it to oh, make it so yep, cool, an incredible poster. Oh, it's funny because yesterday I had run into Tracy and Nicole at Chase Culp's met w- w- wedding. And they were saying there were already 30 sales, but there's been almost no promo. And I'm like, I, I know, I know for me personally, I've been promoting the events I've had to play. Yeah. yeah. Now I've got a month to promote nothing but MIGS Fest, but I've had other stuff going on. All right. So, of course, the very next day, Monday morning, I launched this huge, every single one of my formats, the big press push with the uh, original poster that was done by SUR. And immediately yep. Tavis blows me up. It's like, dude, Zach Malang's not on the poster. I got to have all that taken down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, on it. So yeah. got yeah. out there, took it all, talked to Tavis for a while on the phone yesterday, and um, got all those taken down. And then, Dude. <laughs> of course, I was dealing with some other stuff uh, on the production side with the venue and whatnot, so Steve and I were emailing back and forth a little bit. But in the midst of all that, Steve sent me the poster, yeah, just got which done. I promptly turned around, because I had so good. posted it, and everyone took off, lots of comments, lots of likes, lots of shares, and then I had to delete everything. <laughs> and so when Steve sent me the poster, I was like, sweet! And I Perfect. just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chance so to do it over. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had a unique day yesterday with that. But yeah, Migs Fest 3 is at Club Sur on October the 12th. Yep. Um, and that is Intasar opening the show. Celia, those boys rock. Wyatt only in the wreckage. The return of, I think that's their first show in Seattle since they've come back to the stage. Currently working on some new music. I saw They're it. They're in the studio now. Yeah. I was texting with Wyatt, and it has been confirmed. He's like, you are coming up on stage and playing devil with us, aren't you? And I'm like, nice. of course I'm going to do that. I might not be sober, <laughs> yeah. but of course. Uh, especially if our gonna... Lion Pride Party buses get involved, which I hope they will. I would um, imagine. But if they get involved, forget about it. I won't be sober. We should. <laughs> Should we get a hold of Big Dogs again, man? He he hit me up, dude. It'd be rad to have him down yep, there. I, yeah, he's got it. It's part of the tradition. Dude, Jerry's Big right? Dogs. Jerry's uh, Big Dogs, man. I know they weren't a great seller, but I still want a Ruben dog. Maybe we'll we'll do way yeah, as long as you want. <laughs> dude, yeah. I think we You'll bring back our. One. <laughs> we definitely bring back either make changes or bring back the dogs that we made. Glenn what the hell the was winner. mine? Well, it uh, won, damn cream it. cheese, bacon, and jalapeno. I think. Oh, my mouth's watering like hell. Oh god, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know mine was uh, teriyaki drizzle on pineapples and jalapenos. Oh, Jesus, Steve's like, mm. I'm so hungry. He made eye contact too and growled yeah. at me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when a cartoon dog looks at someone and they turn into a steak. I think that's what just <laughs> happened here. Dude. Saturday, October twelfth, Club Sir. Club right, Sir. Yeah, yep. well, yeah. I think you call it Club Sir. I can, can never. I don't know what the hell's It's on going First on. Avenue South. It's kind of it's near where your old studio set yep, was. Yep, so. not far from there at all. Um, uh, my band's playing Bruiser Brody, the return of Bruiser Brody. So Bruiser Brody has not played in the Seattle area since our tractor show. Yes, yeah, so this is our, so our big return. You want to come down and catch Brody, and then we might uh, practice for it. Yeah, we might, might. <laughs> maybe. And yeah. you know what? We've done shows where we didn't practice and just blew people's heads off. So I'm That's all true. about it. It will be an experience um, no matter what. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then so then the the headlining act is Stephen Perkins on drums from Jane's Addiction. Peter DeStefano on guitar from Porno for Pyro, Zach Malang from Supersonic Soul Pimps on the bass guitar, and then they've got a couple different guest singers they're going to yep. be working with, and I promise you that's going to be bitching. Some special so, guests. You just never know who's going to show up. And that's just, correct. I mean, like, 
and, and Tavis is helping with a lot of it. And, and, and we've had Tavis on in the past. He's got a lot of friends that are rock stars. You yeah. just never know who's going to be making an appearance. And no. I do want to give a shout out because they helped uh, get these guys out here. Um, Redemption Rye Whiskey. Yes, yes. So Redemption Rye Whiskey. Uh, I just saw it. They're also on the banner. Whiskey. Uh, I just want to give them some love because they they are the ones that are bringing out Stephen and Peter. It's yeah. amazing. Yep. Yeah. And uh, if you guys missed all any of this information, I literally just shared Glenn's post on the Migscast nice, page. Nice. So you can go to the group and you can get all the information yep. right there. So I mean, there's a good chance this will sell out. I mean, Stephen Perkins playing, jamming, doing some James yeah, Addiction. I'd doing, love to see it sell out. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be a party. Uh, get tickets at Eventbrite.com. Yeah, whatever's on the, I don't know, whatever S U R uses. <laughs> I, okay, earlier when I was saying, Google like, it, bitch. I've been busy. I've been, Google it, bitch. Yeah, at some point, I'll get the advances <laughs> out to the artists. It's like that. <laughs> Google like, I'm it, sure bitch. The guys in Celia probably saw the poster, like, okay, so we are playing. <laughs> right, right. Hey, we know. Okay, <laughs> we're in. We figured it out. It's amazing. Yeah, and so that's October 12th, and that's going to be. Rad. Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be rad, man. It's going to be, a, we, you know, we didn't have a MIGS Fest last year, so. I think we came back with a good one. We're coming back with a good one. Yeah. It'll be cool. I think it's going to be a really cool night. It has been two years since I've had that hot dog. Yeah, dude. Really well, MIGS Fest dog. 2 was insane. I mean, I remember it that doors. Was, that was the great cake caper, correct? Yeah, yep, we're still looking stole for the thief. The, ice, the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Caravel ice cream yeah, cake. Yeah. I remember spending yeah. a lot of time on a big black bus. Uh, the first one was the one where I took the dab hit on the other bus and I uh, vomited right outside, yeah. right, in, right in front of the boss. I, mean, the first, the, I puked at Mix Fest 2 at the end of the night. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, yeah, that's that how was, I remember that That was one. the one where I, I took a dab hit so hard, I puked outside the bus, and I, 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 I begged my wife to lead me into the club to the bathroom because I was going to crap my pants. Oh, God, I didn't. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good. So, yeah, mix fests are always epic. Yeah, and, I, I, and to confirm, event, eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E dot mm-hmm. com, if you just search nice. MIGS, you you'll will, find it. It will pull up MIGS Fest. Yeah. yeah. Boom. I love that you don't have that name that's just like John. Or something like that, because right. John Fest would be a little harder to and find. G, one G on MIGS, not two Gs, just to let people know. Oh. Who's been doing the double G? Sometimes people do that. I, it happens from time to time. Uh, Randomly, I'll just get someone and post something like, what's up, MIGS, M-I-G-G-S. I'm like, so you're always trying to get people to add their not add that extra G, and meanwhile, I just wish they would get the double N right. Right. People well, that I've known forever are like, what's up, Glenn? And it's one N. I'm like, oh, man. I thought we were friends. Glenn Cannon. There's five <laughs> N's in that. You got to figure yeah. out where to put them. Two yeah. N's, one G. Yeah. More, Ooh. more N's than you'll ever need, I like dude. That. Yeah. I like and that. one R. 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 Glenn Cannon. There's no R's there. It's, uh, no it's, rev. It's, it's not oh, a, a rev. Yeah. One E. I'm gonna say it's it's yeah, sort if of you're a, getting rev wrong. An N could be sort of you. a hair lip R. Yeah. You know. <laughs> When you look at it on paper. The Mix Fest is going to be a blast. <laughs> yes. I'm so stoked Get tickets, this. come hang out with us. It's always a party. It's, it's going to be rad. It's always just ridiculous. And you if just, you guys haven't been to Club Sir, it's, it's a really nice club. I've heard it's been. I heard it's beautiful made. live show, beautiful yet, stage. Yeah. Um, we'll have to hit up like, yeah, the Hemp cool. Films or the top left guys to film this one. Come I down think and get it. I think that's going to be one that we're not going to want to forget. No, no doubt. Because I'll forget because I'll be blocked out while it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I've slowed down a lot. I might remember this one. The first one and the second one, I, by the end of the show, Show was, I was not in pain. I'll tell you that. You did double duty on both, right? <laughs> Window pane played both. I think so. Yeah. You're yeah, because the first year 
We did the Beat Meg song. That's right, with you singing with right. Window Pane. Second and year then we was, did a big breakdown, and you made like a speech during the breakdown, which I was did. pretty happening for everyone in the audience, but on stage I couldn't hear him. And I, I just was knew blacked out Steve's during that mouth speech. was going, and the audience would cheer. Steve's I, mouth was going, and I was like, whatever I he's remember, saying, it's rad. I remember the Beat Meg song. I don't remember that. He, I, he made like a, <laughs> we broke it down, and we hung down low. Like, I don't remember that Real all. quietly, and Steve made like a whole speech. I remember trying about to do you a, guys. Uh, we about, had no idea about window pane. I remember trying to do a stage announcement. It didn't work out too no. well. <laughs> There's a band playing. I like these guys. My feet. We should have Rev do the stage announcement, but he has to blow a certain amount on the on the breathalyzer. Oh, the BAC. Oh, could we get one down there for that? Oh, yeah. I got one at home. Perfect. We have one on a keychain. My I'm man. So I, I think that has to be, we have to pick what, what whatever the amount is, but he can't be any more sober than oh, whatever man. that is. He has to be over the legal limit or something? Or? Oh, yeah. I yeah. That's that. .08. That's easy. No, we have to have him at like a, like a .2 or something like that. <laughs> a .2? That's like dead. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he's working. He'll be fine. All I know is <laughs> that when- I'm when, experienced. He'll be okay. When we did, the, when we did the, 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 the pub crawl where we were riding the scooters around, before we made it to the last one where we all drank a boot of beer, everyone blew a .133. Okay. And then about, we drank a boot of beer. How about this? We all put in money or something, and we bet, and then you blow the blow and go up on stage, because it's a cautionary tale for people not to drink and drive, of I course. Feel you, I feel you. And you won't be driving, so it's fine. The truth. And then we find out what you did, and maybe we have people, we, we have like a big squares, and people bet whoever gets the closest wins. <laughs> I'm in. That's our raffle. I'm in. We raffle off one autograph poster. I'm kind of into this. Yeah, I'm, really I'm actually kind of into this, too. I don't drink that often, but like, we could get, I'm in for so this. So we could get the poster printed, have everyone sign it during yeah. load-in and stuff. We'll just try and make sure everyone signs that baby. As long as Perkins and Stefano signs it, everyone then else. everything's fine. We could scribble whoever. We'll, we'll get uh, get that get that thing going and do a basically you yeah. you no beer no beer you bet just because that gives me heartburn. Well, no, no one no, we don't. Oh, bu- you drink, you whatever, drink you whatever you want. want. You we're drink we're, we're just guessing what your blood alcohol content is. All right, all right. And Guess everybody- BAC. You like, down with BAC, yeah, you know me. Maybe like the first fifty people get to write it down on a piece of paper or whatever. R-E-V, we B-A-C. Out. Well, what happens if twelve people get to write BAC? Well, we'll make sure we have multiple posts. Do we pull signed. like a Joker thing where we snap a pool cue in half and say, "Okay, <laughs> you know, whoever wins this gets the poster." Then we have Rev do another shot. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. puts it over a little bit. Yeah, Rev's nobody like, wins. Rev's like, "We're having tryouts." Oh man, I'm gonna puke, aren't I? That's well, gonna be fun. I'm gonna okay. Puke. Uh-huh. All right, Mink's Fest just got better. <laughs> it got weirder. <laughs> it suddenly got weirder. It did. It did. That's for sure. Um, let's see. We got any other emails? Uh, no, we hit that one. We hit that one. Uh, we hit a Shane's show that happened on August 31st. I hope it went well. I heard it was a great show, Shane. <laughs> Keep kicking ass, my friend. Sealy and Stoic FB, too. Like, that's that's a great bill. Like, that's I'm <laughs> genuinely, genuinely depressed that I wasn't at that. Yeah. I might have chosen to sleep or something. My pace has been <laughs> like honestly, dude. No, seriously. Like, if you have a chance to sleep, I think at this point in your life, I think you need to sleep. Friday, it was Friday. I was dealing with. There's all this crazy IRS stuff that went down as a result of my refi, and they filed my taxes incorrectly. And I was oh, juggling. Oh crap! I was juggling that, and I can't remember what else. There was a bunch of stuff I was just trying to get done Friday before I started work. And by the time Tawny got home, I was having a complete. Anxiety attack meltdown, like a total meltdown. And Damn she, it. she like had, she was like, "You're not going to work. You're not even fit to be around. You need to just stay home." And she like took, she mommed me up. I, I was broken, dude. I was broken. Yeah, so I may have chosen to sleep on August thirty first, or maybe that was August thirty first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I'm feeling much better. <laughs> well, we should get you back to bed. <laughs> no, so, I got I got to go work after this. Ah, son of a bitch. Yeah. Okay, anyone so, need a ride anywhere? I'll be in the little red Chevy. Because we're in this weird studio, I couldn't 
I don't know if I could find our outro bed. I found something that says outro bed on it. I don't know if we want to use that. Uh, let's just see what that sounds like. Okay. I can always up. Okay. Listen. Okay. All right. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. No. Let it go. Whoa. This is Modest Mouse. Is it? Whoa. It's just listed as outro bed, so I was kind of hoping Whoa. it was going to be ours. HIV positive. Oh, my Whoa. God. Whoa. <laughs> you rude. Whoa. There we go. There All we right. go. Keep them both playing. <laughs> the remix. So it's great to be back on the I hate you, Glenn. <laughs> oh, I hate you. You could get rid of that modest mouse. <laughs> no, <laughs> even both going. Migs Fest, October 12th, <laughs> happening at Club Sir. It's going to be us with <laughs> Stephen Perkins of Jane's Addiction, Peter DeStefano, Porno for Pyros, Zach Malang of Supersonic Soul Pimps, as well as Bruiser Brody, <laughs> the Glenn Cannon smart. Band, Celia. <laughs> Why it only in the wreckage? And Intasar. Imagine if Elmer Fudd had to say why it's band name. What would it be like? Why it only in the wreckage? <laughs> what, why it only in the wreckage? I still want him to do an 80s cover band called Quiet Wyatt. <laughs> I still want that to happen. I see. I always wanted to do Fudd against the machine. I know. Where it's Elmer Fudd fronting rage. Some of those fronting wage. forces. Oh I'd have seen it burn quasis. You know, like, <laughs> who wouldn't go see Fight Against the Machine? I would. Wake up. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm totally sold. Uh, other than that, I mean, I got 3-2-1 Battle. It's, it's Battle of the Sexes on Friday night. So nice. all intergender matches. And on Saturday, it's Rebel Girls, all-female women's tournament. Yeah. I won't be there Where's for that, that one. Uh, at Of all fitness. <laughs> Which is where? Where's that? <laughs> Uh, Republican in Seattle, right by uh, uh, El Corazon. Oh, it's it's in town. Yeah. If I show up just wearing sweatpants, is that going to be uncool? No, it's totally encouraged. Kind of normal. Is it really? Yeah. No. Because <laughs> I got a feeling that I would just be... want Glenn to show up in sweatpants. Like, hey, <laughs> look, I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> we can tell, Glenn. We can tell. Saturday, I'm taking. Uh, we're taking Lulu on her first vacation. Where are you taking Lulu? Leavenworth, baby. <laughs> Lulu Earth. prison. Oh, the German town. The German town, you weirdo. <laughs> All right, we're getting out of yeah, here. Yeah, 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 Is she going to wear Lulu hosen? <laughs> if she would willing Will you send to. me a photo of you wearing leader hosen? <laughs> it's not October yet, brah. I'm going to be eating pretzels. Nice. What's this? This is the full version of Stay Positive. Well, it really takes a turn, doesn't it? Yeah. Kind of like this podcast. Was it a good episode? I'm it was. Sure. I, well, I think it was pretty good. Give us some feedback and let us know. But only if it's positive. Yeah. Are we done? No, we're listening to the song yeah. now, oh, man. Okay. Send us notes if they're positive. Yes. Remember that thing I was talking about podcasts? Drive me nuts. I like that they've got I the B three going. <laughs> All right. Eventbrite.com. Type in Migs. Get tickets to Migs, Migs Fest. Fest 3. Get them before they sell out. We're going to be having a lot of fun there. Yeah, it's going to be yes. <laughs> it's going to be yes. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be back in our usual studio. If not, we'll be broadcasting from the handicap From Glenn's stall. Garage. <laughs> broadcasting from Glenn's basement every Tuesday. I'll bring my mobile gear and we can actually do it in the bathroom. Did we play the whole damn song and we just still didn't get... <laughs> <laughs> hey, stay positive. We're out of here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.